in reality, discipline is used in your everyday life, regardless of, you know, just fitness. Yeah. And that's that I've really started to learn myself is taking care of my mental health. Um, you have to be disciplined, very disciplined um, mm-hmm. when it comes to that so that you can be successful um, when it comes to being disciplined in other areas of your life. You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. What's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Nixon, and my goal of this podcast is to bring on leaders in the world of athletics, coaching, entrepreneurship, and just life in general to try and motivate us all to be better. We shouldn't strive to be millionaires in terms of money, but by the millions of lives that we can impact. If you want to be a guest or have a guest idea that you would like to hear from, then shoot me an email at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review if you like this episode. Then head over to our social media and give us a follow on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast, Twitter at Roughnecks Pod C1, Facebook at Roughnecks Podcast. And then don't forget to subscribe to the Roughnecks YouTube channel as well. As always, be sure to grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Let's get into this week's episode. everybody we're back for the second time this week told you guys i was gonna try and get this podcast back on track it's been a long ride this summer it's been very difficult to get things scheduled but i got two episodes this week we had uh carlos on monday we got another guest today on thursday when this comes out at least and then i'll have another one monday and thursday next week and then another one on august 30th to wrap up our topic of discipline but i have someone good joining the show with me today to wrap up or to continue with this discipline topic. And I think it's going to bring us a unique perspective, something similar to like what we had with Carlos, but a little bit different. Welcome to the Roughnecks podcast for episode 46, Amber White. Hi, I'm Amber White. Um, I'm 23 years old and I just got out of the army on Friday. Um, drove back to Ohio, got here about 4 a.m. this morning. And I am super excited to kind of like start life over again. Um, I was a medic and I was in the infantry unit and I loved it, it was awesome. Um, And it taught me a lot about discipline. Prior to that, I was uh, a soccer player for 14 years and um, I still consider myself an athlete, uh, even though like I don't play a sport anymore. And I would definitely say that being a medic was, you know, there was a lot of physical demand um, there as well. And now uh, within the past couple of years, I started getting into bodybuilding. I did like Olympic weightlifting for a little bit, uh, but I feel like my body's breaking down. So I need to kind of uh, switch it up a little bit, try, try and do some bodybuilding. I love it. Um, not sure where it's going to take me, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like we haven't talked. We never really talked a lot. We went to high school together. We never like talked a ton, but 
our families kind of overlapped, so we knew knew each other a little bit. And but that's why I'm excited to catch back up and have this conversation with you. And you know, it's crazy to look at you now compared like everybody always thought you were always like strong and athletic back in high school. Compared yeah. to you now, it's probably a little it's a lot different than what it was. You've definitely came a long way. Yeah. And like I mean, that comes with a lot of discipline to get yourself to where you're at now. But first thing I gotta say is thank you for your service because I think it's almost becoming I don't want to say underappreciated today and I don't want to get into that whole conversation, but I just wanted to say thank you for your service because people like me and there's plenty of people out there like me that do truly appreciate it for what you guys do for this country. But our topic this month, as I've mentioned multiple times, is discipline. So let's just jump right into it. First thing I got to ask you, though, what is discipline in your mind? Like, what do you think discipline is? I was kind of prepared for you to ask me that question. I was like, I know he's like, oh, what does discipline mean to you? And I feel like a lot of people will give that textbook answer of um, discipline being doing something that is hard to do when you're not motivated to do it. But there is so much more that goes into that because- um, I was saying that discipline is so much more than that because a lot of people look at discipline and they only think um, the fact that it's needed uh, when it comes to fitness. But in reality, discipline is used in your everyday life, regardless of, you know, just fitness. Yeah. And that's that I've really started to learn myself is taking care of my mental health. Um, you have to be disciplined, very disciplined um, mm -hmm. when it comes to that so that you can be successful um, when it comes to being disciplined in other areas of your life, like fitness. Um, because when you don't take care of that, everything else falls apart. A hundred percent. Because like talking about your mental health, like something that I've realized, especially like I picked it up in college, like in college, that mental health really starts to get to you. Like, I feel like in high school, I'm not saying it's not there, but like in college, a lot of stuff hits you at once. So you almost like it's you start to feel like your that stress starts to take over and stuff and that's when I finally started you know taking even if it's 10 minutes a day and focus on yourself like journal read do something to focus on yourself because just that little bit you know that take that break take that step away and focus on yourself can help improve your mental health immensely for sure for sure it's kind of funny that you mentioned journaling because like I always used to think that was kind of lame like not not reading but journaling, especially because like I'm a woman, you know, coming from uh, the military, I was almost like I've, I've been ashamed of like normal things that women do like that, like journaling. I'm like, oh, that's girly. Weird. But in reality, um, I started doing it a few months before I got out because I needed, needed an outlet and I wasn't comfortable talking to a other. And uh, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Daughter. Um, it was a good outlet for me um, because I'm not super comfortable about talking about my feelings with people and it was needed. And then also um, recently I've been learning to set my pride aside and learn that all of my opinions aren't right. And I need to kind of expand my ideas and a great way to do that is reading. Um, and also like self-help books. I always thought it was like a pathetic people who needed that. And then the reality is, is I need that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it is weird because, like, especially too, like we've talked. I've talked with past guests. You now, it's almost like, yeah, you talked about being a woman in the military. Like, looks doesn't look strong. It doesn't look the way it's supposed to. It gets almost looked down upon. And me as a man, like people were like, "Oh, you journal." Like, "Oh, you're like." They kind of knock it a little bit, but they don't realize like how helpful it really is, how beneficial it can be to you. And it's something that it's crazy how much it can help. I don't think people realize like how much it really can help just to like just 10 minutes a day. Cause like I, when I read now and you talked about, you know, looking at the other side of things, that's a big thing in this country overall, too many people are one sided, like one, they only have one thought or one, uh, I'm trying to think of the words I can't even think, but they're one sided in their thought process. They don't. They're not open. Yes. Yeah. It really gets, and I feel like that's why you're starting to see a little bit of separation in people today. But like, you know, if I'm not going to sit there and argue politics with people because I have mine, you have yours. I will listen to what you have to say, but there's no point in having full blown arguments anymore because you get in those arguments and everybody, I think, starts throwing their throwing everything out the window. They're not going to listen to you. They just have their thought process, which I get it. You yep. are allowed to your, that is the great thing about living in this country. You have, you're allowed to have your own thought process and think you the way you want to, but at the same time, you have to be open-minded and understand other people's, and that's more than just politics. That's with a lot of different things that you could look at in life. Oh yeah. And you know, not to relate everything to army, but you know, the reality is that's been my life for the last four years. Um, and it still feels weird. I still don't even feel like I'm out, but being in that environment, I was surrounded by people with very different ideas. And when I first joined, I, um, I let the anger in, I would respond, um, instead of hearing things out. And we're talking about discipline here. And something I learned is that I needed to be disciplined in the way that I responded to conflict because people see the way that you're reacting especially when you're getting looked at for promotions and, and things like that like you don't want to act out when you're looking to become a leader and um, people think that you're hot-headed and you can't keep things together it's important to kind of press pause on on things and you know formulate a thought for yourself a hundred percent so going more off this discipline topic, you went to Ashland originally and played soccer for a year or two, correct? But then you transitioned to the military. Was there, I mean, you, like you said, you were a soccer player for 14 years. Was there a change in the discipline from, you know, athlete to military? Or was it kind of similar? Like, was there similarities and differences is what I'm asking? Um, there were so many similarities. I would say that each from uh I, I know my dad's going to listen to this. I owe a lot of credit to my dad for the discipline that I have. And um, I think I tell some people some stories about my dad. They're like, was he abusing you? I'm like, no. <laughs> he, knew, he knew what I wanted before I knew what I wanted. And he knew what it took. Um, because originally, you're right, like I wanted to, I wanted everything from soccer. Like I was um, doing travel ball high school, the Olympic development program that I was getting looked at um, by colleges and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to do like, I want to go pro. I wanted to do whatever I could. And initially, you know, that was my dream. Dreams change. But um, because he was older, he knew what that was going to take. And I, I didn't. But I, as I grew as an athlete, I started to understand that if I didn't have the discipline that it, it took, that, that people were going to beat me. It was better than me. 
get looked at. Um, I would say that definitely transitioned over into the army. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, that, that definitely transitioned for me. Um, and I have to, sometimes I have to be careful how I speak about this, uh, but the biggest challenge I had to overcome was um, not being hot-headed because I felt like I was picked on as a woman. And uh, because I had that discipline, the first Roughnecks dog appearance, I like, I'm surprised, and this is the episode 46, that there has not been a dog pop into the camera. I have no problem with it. I love it. But I, that is 46 episodes, and it took 46 episodes because, you know, I've maybe heard a little dog bark, but that is the first time we've had a dog pop into the camera, and I love it. You know, this is my mom's dog. Um, what was I saying? How it, how it um, transitioned over. Being a woman because I wanted to be stronger. I wanted to be smarter. I wanted to be faster because I knew that I was capable. Um, but I started to that kind of that kind of changed too. Um, it shifted from my perspective being you know I have to prove myself to these boys or these men right to I need to be the best leader for my country. Like not to sound corny. I know like I'm sure some people are gonna listen to this and be like, like gag, but <laughs> not about being um, a girl compared to a boy. Uh, and I think it shifted my perspective as a leader. And being an being the athlete I was set me up for success in the military and for the rest of my life. That's crazy. We've talked so many times on this about I have topics every single month that are different you know we've had all kinds of different ones mindset attitude and I can't even think of them off the top of my head now but um it oh like most of my guests are sports related guests and we've talked about how much sports prepare us for our future and it like you look at it it teaches you discipline it teaches you leadership it teaches you like time management all this kind of stuff and how they tie in that's why I highly recommend for people at a young age to get into sports, you know, maybe I, like my, I never played soccer. No one in my family mm -hmm. really played soccer, but my kid, if my kid wants to go be a soccer star, I have absolutely no problem with it. There's always those stereotypes. Oh, you're going to play this sport and this sport because that's what I play. No, I want my kid to do what he wants to do or she wants to do because at the end of the day, no matter what sport it is, you are going to learn so many valuable life lessons. Like Jeff Severino was one of my favorite coaches of all times because I've never had a coach in my entire life teach me more about life without me even knowing it because then I get to college and I'm like, wow, he taught, he was wow. teaching me a lot. Yeah, yeah. You don't realize it at the time. I would totally agree with you. I think a lot of athletes can relate to that. I think a lot of times we think it's dumb when it's at, when, in, you know, in high school, but then like in later in life, we're like, holy crap, that just uh, took a whole turn and I didn't even realize it. Like when I tell you to get on the line, you're like, I really don't want to do this last sprint, but it's like, uh, win a game that you wouldn't have won otherwise, whatever. Yeah, yeah totally. So we're going to, we're speaking on like, you kind of had that obstacle of being a woman. Was that, we're not going to get too into it, like you said, but did you, was that a hard obstacle for you to overcome? Like how long, and how did you kind of under overcome that? Was it more personal for you or was it kind of a overall thing? Um, how did I overcome? I think I just aged as weird as that sounds. Like I just kind of developed a 
sense of self-worth that came from inside from, from me realizing that I didn't need that validation, um, especially working in a male dominated environment from those people. And I also met a few powerful women along the way who I wanted to, I wanted to mirror them. Um, you know, and then like, you always have your good examples and bad examples. And then there's a lot of bad examples, um, sadly of like women in the military and they feel like they should be treated one way or the other because uh, they're a woman, but then when it comes to other things, they want equality and it can't be that way. It's, it's equality or nothing. Um, so I would, <laughs> I overcame it when I became a line medic. I joined and that was, or sorry, when I got to my unit, that was the first thing I wanted to do because no woman had ever done it in that unit before. Um, I guess technically another girl did, but she was, she was there for infantry, but she had a double MLS, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of confusing stuff. <laughs> but, um, um, I got there and proved myself, you know, I was good at being a medic. I was strong. I was fast. I was smart, blah, blah, blah. Got sent to the line and it was like totally not what I ex expected. People were super uncomfortable saying things around me at first, um, it was weird. Like, it was just weird. And I was mad. I wanted to be one of the boys, but I had to accept that like, that's just not, that's not possible. I know we're, I'm trying not to go too far into this. Yeah, like, I, really, I know. But I'm trying not to do that. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of talked about that validation. I feel like not only just in the military, but like our world today, everyone's looking for validation. I think social media is the big thing. Like I hate to say it like I love social media don't get me wrong I can scroll for hours but it is one of those that I think we everybody's looking at everybody else like oh it's almost like the keeping up with the Jones like they have this well I want this and instead of us just being ourselves everybody's trying to keep up with everybody else and look for validation like oh I only got 18 likes on this picture but you know they got 300 or something it's one of those when you finally it's that age thing when you grow up a little bit you don't care how many likes you get it doesn't matter because that at the end of the day, that doesn't define you. I think that's almost like what you may have realized. You realize like you're going to be you. You are who you are. You're a determined person. You're an athlete. You're athletic. You're, you're going to work for what you want. Stop worrying about what other people think and just be you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So toxic. I'm not going to lie. Um, in this past year, I've like struggled with it more than ever. Um, but like you said, it's realizing like, this doesn't matter um, because, you know, not to sound like an asshole or anything, but I see like thousands of girls who know nothing about fitness, who have a fitness account, and they're these glorified influencers. And um, sometimes like people are like, don't you want to like do that? I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Like, you get what I'm saying. I mean, my last episode was with a guy named Carlos Centron. He's bodybuilder as well. And he talked about that a little bit too. He was just like, you know, there's too many people out there that just, he's like, I had a friend that's created a YouTube account or video and stuff. And he's like, my thing, like, Oh, don't you want to like, people ask me, don't you want to do that? And he's like, yeah, but I hold myself to a higher standard. Like I don't want to post these crappy videos. And at the same time, there's, 
I look at it all the time where I see people making fitness accounts. That's like me making a fitness account. I should not make a fitness account. Don't get me wrong. I work out, but I, I'm not, I don't know enough to be like, Oh, Hey, yeah, this is what you guys should be doing because people who know fitness like you or Carlos or a lot of my other buddies would look at me and be like, dude, you're an idiot. <laughs> but going into that whole you made the transition to the body but like the bodybuilding power lift or olympic lifting you did olympic lifting right. first you said yes yeah i started that about two years ago on deployment and it was really rough at first what so, made you want to get into it um so i was kind of missing that discipline aspect in my life and going from being a soccer player and getting through the training aspect of my, you know, army career. Um, I was kind of just like in this weird limbo state of like, what am I going to do next with like a passion? I had, I had nothing. I had nothing. I was like, I got to pick something up. And, uh, my dad always said like, you know, try bodybuilding, try bodybuilding. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And, um, I, what's her name? Maddie Rogers, she is a really big, she's a, she's a um, I just came across her page one day and I was like, damn, I want to be like that girl. Like she is strong and she trains and I miss that. Like I miss having something to drive for like that. And it was something that I sucked at. And I, I love, I love finding things that I suck at because I want to be good at everything. And I don't want to sound terrible for saying that, but um, oh my gosh, I couldn't even, I clean and jerk well my clean is 245 my jerk is 265 now my snatch is 195 i'm not gonna go through my numbers but what i'm saying <laughs> I, I couldn't even do the bar at first so uh, i had no mobility and um it was super rewarding it was super rewarding and it was something i never tried before and and now my body's breaking down because of the army and lifting so heavy with all the lifting so now i'm trying to get into bodybuilding it's funny that you, you talked about that. It's very similar to like what Carlos just talked about on our last episode. You know, you needed that why. That's what he kept saying. He's like, you know, and I was like, like, how do you keep going? How do you like continue to, because he's been doing it for like 10 years. And he's like, how do you keep your, I was like, how do you keep yourself going? He's like, I, I have that why. And he's like, right now, he's like, don't get me wrong. My why changes right now. My why is 16 weeks. That's what he keeps saying because his next competition's in 16 weeks. I think it's like eight weeks now, but he's like, you know, I just kept right, like write it down every day. Your why he's like, when you have that, why you have that drive, you have that, it creates more discipline for yourself. Cause that's, I think a key to discipline almost from what me and Carlos talked about was you need that why to help keep you disciplined as well. Cause if you don't have a why, there's no reason for you to really do certain things. Mm -hmm. it's it's nice because your why like you said your why is always changing it's not your, your goals are never going to be your why is similar to a goal as well and they're never going to be the same and you mm -hmm. may not achieve every one of your goals that you have set but I think me and you are kind of the same and a lot of other people I'll be damned if I don't try my hardest to get that goal exactly and exactly. I think a lot of people that do fall short of their goals sometimes it just things don't work out but also some of it is you know they lost track of their why because what your why and your goal are similar but not exactly the same so I think yeah. a lot of times like you need to keep track of that why because I know me personally 
when I, as soon as football ended for me, I quit going to the gym and I didn't have a why. I think that football was my why. I went to the gym as much as I could to continue to stay in shape. That was my why. Well, then, yeah. you know, that's, I quit going to the gym and then all of a sudden I watched myself put on a little bit of weight and not look like I used to look. And then I was like, oh, hey, there's that why. Like I have, and my why is completely different now. For the past eight years of my, like, well, 10, 12 years of my life, it's been football has been my why I go to the gym. And now it's just like, I don't want to look like some other people, not saying other people look bad, but I don't want to look like that. I have, I set a standard for myself to not look like that. And because that just goes to show your why can change and that's okay. Hmm. For sure. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, I kind of just regained it, but it's gone. It's gone. Uh, I was going to ask though like why did you end up making that shift you said your body started breaking down and stuff so you made the shift to bodybuilding how long ago did you make that shift um literally a couple weeks ago oh really um, yeah so actually you just you just sparked it there's that thought <laughs> i think my why is i have always known that i have really good um, potential and genetic potential at that um, my mom and dad are just still insane. And, uh, I've never really been able to reach that full potential just because it's kind of hard to figure out your niche, like what you're passionate about. And I want so many things for myself. I'm like, what should I really focus on? And now that I'm getting out of the army, I'm like, wow, I can really do something here with fitness. And, uh, I'm finally getting that chance and it feels so good so what you said my you asked me when did I make that transition mm -hmm. and why yeah um yeah a week ago and I just wanted to switch it up I want to I want new challenges you are it seems like you're always looking for new challenges like you said you're one of those people that wants to be good at everything and you, you mm -hmm. kind of said it like people might not like that but I think people don't like that because they're not good at everything and they're not willing to put in the work to try and become better at everything they do. That's one mm -hmm. of the, you know, you kind of almost look, you almost seemed like you looked at it as a bad way, but in reality, that's a great thing to have because not many people have that drive. I can, yeah. I can say, I do not have that drive. Do I like, I have my spells where like, yeah, I'm like, I want to learn as much as possible. But at the same time, like we all go back to our comfort zone. You're one of those yeah. people that's fine with being uncomfortable until you make it comfortable. Yeah. You actually, you just made me think about, well, I dropped this paper. I'm going to grab it. Okay. You sparked a thought in me. Um, you say you don't have it. And, and I, I get that. I do. There's definitely things that I don't feel passionate about that I don't want to be good at. You know what I mean? Um, I don't really care that much about knitting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I do want to be a PA one day. And it was this, I'm still really passionate about like medicine and things like that. Um, and I know what it's going to take. Uh, but I know that I haven't developed the discipline I need yet, which is kind of like something about. But something I wrote down that I was going to talk to you about is discipline doesn't happen magically. And uh, like it takes practice like yeah. creating 
creating routines um, and like living up to those things, creating an end goal, keeping track, making checkpoints. You know, am I doing what I need to do at this point in my life to get where I said I was going to be? And yeah, we already talked about how, how you respond to conflicts. It's a big thing for me. That was a challenge I struggled with. Um, and then other, lots of other things like breaking generational uh, addiction and bad habits. Um, that all takes practice, you know? Yeah, it does. Like, that's very similar. I think Carlos brought the actual definition to his last episode. And he talked about, you know, it's something I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it's discipline is something about creating a behavior. It's not something that just appears like it is something that takes time to develop. Like you, I mean, you, there's a reason that you were so into fitness. It's because it took you, like you started at a young age, like always working out, always doing sports and stuff. And it takes practice. It takes time to build that discipline. But I was going to ask you building off that question is how often do you work out right now? Um, every day, <laughs> except, <laughs> except for, I try to, I try to take one off day a week. It has been super weird though, with like getting out of the, the army. Um, my life has just been crazy, oh, I crazy. Uh, but I've just been doing anything I can. Um, so yeah, usually every day I try to shoot for something being arrested. Yeah, Carlos says the same thing because he's doing three on, one off, and then three on or something like that. And he was saying, it was like, my off days, I literally sit there and watch workout videos because I just want to be in the gym. That's all I want to do is just go to the gym. He's like, it's so hard when you create that for yourself to just sit there. And that's like, I feel like me right now with football, like I'm watching everybody at camp and seeing videos and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here like I miss it so much and that's I mean it's a little different but at the same time like it's crazy how hard it is once you get into it to take that off day and that's where people need to realize that's the discipline that's the creating the behavior that's building that discipline because it's almost not necessarily discipline anymore in a way it's almost a habit totally 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 because I was actually thinking about um, you know, doing this episode with you and I'm like, where did I get my discipline from? I'm like, what do I even tell them? I'm like, I don't even know where I came from. <laughs> it was, you know, initiating, um, those good habits. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, it just becomes daily, a daily thing. Exactly. Sorry. No, I, I, um, I, I have no problem with the dogs in the episode. It makes it even better. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, um, I was looking at pictures, I think of like three or four years, like when I graduated from walk-ins and I was like looking at like my traps and I was looking at like the size of my arms and I was like, oh my gosh, like you don't realize the work, where the work is going to take you mm-hmm. until you get and you're like, wow, I've worked for this for years and you're like, yeah. So sometimes people ask me like for shortcuts, how they're going to get there, this or that, you know how it is. And they want, they want to look like a certain way within a month or two. And I'm like, man, I wish you could too, but it's just not. <laughs> no. Cause I look at what I, you know, I think we, we all have our times where we're like, oh man, I was, I was big in high school. I, you know, I was a little cocky asshole and thought I was big. And then I remember going to college and being like, oh, 
I got it. But then I looked at myself like my junior year, especially, I think my junior year was when I was my most fit. And I was like, I looked nothing. Like I put my senior year of high school when I thought I was big to shame. And it's just, it goes to show like it takes work. It doesn't, it doesn't just happen. It's not something that happens overnight. There's too many people looking for shortcuts when in reality, there isn't any shortcuts. There's not, there really isn't. What is your favorite body part to work out though? <sighs> Lately, it is kind of a tie between shoulders and back. Um, anyone who knows me personally knows that I just have genetically very large legs and I always have large legs and it's awesome. I used to hate it. I used to loathe it, but now <laughs> people would kill for that. Um, so yeah, shoulders and back been amazing to watch them grow shape and just I'm so excited <laughs> what is your particular favorite workout though like individual workout I'll ask you on that one too my favorite in workout um I don't even know how to answer that for shoulders and back whatever it is like what it, like is it a squat is it a power a jerk oh. is it, like any of that um shoot if you would have asked me this about like two or three months ago I would have said um the clean and jerk because I was all into ollie but right now it's the deadlift um I PR'd two weeks in a row um I, I which is like I that was my worst lift I sucked at deadlifting and I was kind of scared and that's crappy for me to admit because I always talk about how you should tackle your fears um but anyways, I hit 365 two weeks ago. The next week I hit 375. And then this week I almost pulled 385, which is like, I'm, I'm definitely trying to progress way too quickly, but that's just how I do things. Uh, but I wanted to pull 405 by the end of the summer. Uh, what are your goals in weights? I want to know that because we've been talking about your lifts and stuff. I want to know what your goals are. That was a question I was going to ask. So what are the goals of your, uh, what weights do you want to hit? Let's say by this time next year or I'll make it a smaller like let's I don't know you give me a time frame uh sure we'll do this time next year that's fine that's kind of a cool challenge now because once I speak it into existence it has to happen exactly uh, um we'll say hmm, 475 for dead totally think I could do that um I want to shoot for the moon with my squat, but my hips kind of messed up. So, let's see, 405 for squat. Um, clean and jerk, I want to hit 275. I don't know if I'll be able to do that by next year, but that's my. <laughs> um, and then snatch, these are all like my big lifts. So I'm trying to tell you. Snatch mm -hmm. would be like 210. That'd be more than I've ever snatched. I tried so hard on snatch and could never get the four. I, I, I got better at it, but snatch was always difficult. What would you th say is the most challenging lift that you have? The snatch. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Snatch, I think, is almost underrated. Like, people don't understand how much it takes to get that snatch. Yeah, it is, like, it is such a mental lift, too. The technicality, technicality of it and working up that courage to fall under the bar 
with your hands, the positions that they are, and just like all that weight and the way it's distributed, it can be scary. Oh, it can be because I remember watching freshmen with cleans, even, you know, they pull it, they pull it perfectly fine, but they're like (laughs) afraid to throw their elbows underneath, they're like just afraid to throw. And I'm like, you're there. Just like once you get over that fear, once you tackle that fear, it becomes second nature. I understand because we all do it. We all have done it. Like it it is kind of nerve wracking to put 200 bar, 200 pounds above your head or whatever. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, (laughs) you have me thinking all sorts of things about discipline now. And um, I actually should probably back off of all the thing to be honest with you for my health. I have so many things going on with me and I'm so not, I will admit to you, I am not disciplined enough when it comes to recovery because I want, I want to get that end goal. Like I want to train harder. I want to be the best. And like, I forget that you have to be disciplined with recovery to do that um, all the time. I neglect it for sure. For sure. And you say you don't have the discipline, but you have like the first step in that as well, that, that self-discipline to realize that's like the first step that I think a lot of people don't understand. Like you realize you need to. Mm-hmm. Now the di- the real discipline comes in and actually doing it. And that just goes to show that not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's going to do everything right way. I think that's what, and that's another thing with social media. Everybody thinks, you know, every like I think too many people think, oh, they're perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. And it's okay to chase perfection. There was a Matthew McConaughey thing that he is hero and is me in 10 years or whatever. And it's basically the whole thing of I'm chasing something that I will never reach, but why sell yourself short and stop and be like, Oh, I, I can, I know I can hit this goal. And that's, it's okay to have those small achievements. That's what we've talked on goals on this podcast before you need those small wins but your overall goal, set it high. Because when we set goals for our football team, like we were its conference champion every year. Now, granted, we haven't won a conference championship since 2012. And, you know, a lot of people, I bet there was even some players that were like, that's not realistic. But, okay, why, why sell yourself short? Why be like, oh, we want to be eight and two. We're okay with two losses. And that's like the whole thing. I think too many people are selling themselves short anymore. If you are working the way that you should be towards your goals, then failure is inevitable. And you have to be disciplined enough to pick things back up and be like, okay, where did I go wrong? And I do better. Yeah. Then like Carlos said last week as well, kind of going off of that. I'd rather live with failures than regrets because there is a difference at least I tried to go after something that is a big thing we've talked immensely on this podcast just take the step try give it a shot because you never know what's going to happen like you took the the step to try powerlifting yeah it's changed now where you're getting more into the bodybuilding but like it you took the step you didn't fail just because you're not doing it anymore doesn't mean you failed you took the step, you took that, and that takes a lot of discipline, self-discipline and self-encouragement to do that. What do you think make up, what other character traits make up do you think discipline? Because I think a lot of 
traits intermix in discipline. So what do you think of like leadership and stuff like that? What do you think makes up discipline? Um, honesty. I think you need to be really honest with yourself. Um, I don't know what I was reading the other day about how hard, how hard it can genuinely provide yourself self-care um, because, you know, people talk about how it's like chocolate cake and blah, 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 um, bubble baths and all that stuff. Well, why that's nice and yes, you deserve that. It's also doing the really hard things, um, like getting your finances together, say that, you know, you're in, in whatever amount of debt, um, rekindling relationships, you know, admitting to your wrongdoings, growing as a person. Um, those are all things that you have to be brutally honest with yourself about. And if you're not, you'll never get better. Um, but I would say that that goes hand in hand with discipline. Um, what else? You mentioned the honesty. And there was something that I heard one time that really stuck with me. And it kind of goes to show why honesty, honesty is very important. Like being honest with yourself. There's only one person you can't lie to. And that is yourself. Because mm -hmm. deep down, we always know the truth. Like you can go sit there and say, oh, I'm fine. Or I'm doing this right. Or I'm financially okay. Yeah, I'm good. But like at the end of the day, there's one person that's going to know. A hundred percent know. Mm -hmm. So that's my thing. Like why lie to other people? If, cause at, why lie to you ever other people? Because you know, the truth, there's no point in hiding it, but I was going to ask if you had any other last second thoughts on discipline before we get into the last few segments of this episode. Um, we kind of covered it. The, the one, the one thing I wanted to say was that, um, Failure is inevitable, and um, when you when you fail, the best way uh, that you can be disciplined is picking up those pieces, understanding why that failure happened, and moving forward from it. Yes, understanding why that failure happened. I love that because I don't like to look at things as failure because one, you tried, and two. They're a learning experience. You really don't think Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, all these people, all these people that were very successful at what they did, you really don't think they failed? Right. How many times did they fail? It's okay to fail. We fear failure in this generation. Nobody wants to fail. And I'm not saying failure should be acceptable. I'm saying it should be a, like learn from it. Take it and learn from it. Mm -hmm so now that you just got i always ask all my guests these three questions every episode now that you just got out of the military you're about to start a new chapter in life what are your goals going forward overall short term long term whatever you want um long term is getting into pa school um i'm pretty close to finishing my bachelor's hopefully uh I'm, I'm trying to go to Ohio State this upcoming spring uh to do that um 
also, I've always, I've always been afraid of bodybuilding because I used to have a really bad relationship with food. Um, but I kind of, now that I'm doing it, I'm kind of loving it and I've developed a relationship with food and I want to give that a try. I want to see if maybe I can get a, a coach who will make me feel comfortable and kind of open up because I think that I do have some potential. So. Who is your biggest inspiration in your life? My dad. Kind of figured that one was coming. I always call my guest, even though I figured I kind of knew the answer to that one. Yep, definitely my dad. Uh, I've seen that man go through hell and he smiled through it. He was one of my fa- I had him as my football coach freshman year, and I will say he was one of my favorite coaches going through the the time of football. He definitely pushed me, that is for sure. I think that might also help that he knew me a little bit, but definitely pushed me because that's just the type of person he is. And I think that's where you get it from. Obviously that's where you get it from. Like he sees the potential in people and he sees what he doesn't let people come up short. And that's, you have that in yourself now. And that's, what's insane is how well it translated to you because you don't like to come up short. You don't like to fail. You don't like to give up on things which are all great traits to have. <laughs> but one of my favorite questions, and it gets answered uniquely sometimes, is if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? Uh, that's a hard I think I would tell. My, I think I would tell myself um, that I don't need to prove anything to anybody. I think if I would have learned that sooner, that I would be farther along now. It's something I struggle with. Um, I don't need, you know, that, that outward validation. Mm-hmm. Sure. But now we move on to my favorite segment of the podcast, which is Motivation Monday. This is the point in the episode where I like to allow my guests to give the Roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for their week as they listen on Monday morning, except this episode will be on Thursday. So they get a double Motivation Monday this week. Motivation Monday on a Thursday. What do you have for Motivation Monday on a Thursday? Um, oh, I didn't know you actually let me do this. So it's kind of on the spot. That's okay. Uh, failure. We'll touch on that one again. I think that's such, I think it's such a huge huge thing um in life because you you're always going to fail no matter what you're always going to fail um but it's okay because everybody fails you're not the only person and you know you're you're mentioning like elon musk that's a huge huge name right like now look at him um just think about what could have been if you didn't move on from that failure and if you didn't learn from it. Yeah. There's always, I'd rather, I like you, there's always those people that were like, what if, and you know, you're always going to have what ifs in life. Nothing's going to like, you're never going to do everything exactly the way you want to do it. But like I've talked, I think last episode and the episode before I want to move out West. And like, I look at it and 
I've talked to people who wanted to move out West as well and experience like Montana, Wyoming and that and live there. And they're, they always talk, they always say, you know, like a lot of them are like, don't get me wrong. I love my wife and kids, but it is one of my biggest regrets in a way that I didn't actually like take that chance. Now, my example is specific to me, but everybody has that thing that they want to do. Don't let things hold you back. I just posted a video on um, the TikTok and it was a quote of the day, but I was like, I don't have a quote. I have a question. What is stopping you? I think there's too many people that try to make excuses for what's stopping them, but just take that step. You never know what's going to happen. Worse comes to worse. It doesn't go the way you want it to do. And you figure it out. Like nothing's ever going to go the way we want it to want it to. It'd be, if it was this, we'd live in a perfect world and this would be a pretty boring world. Yeah. Um, you just made me think about like, what you said um, when you were talking about, you didn't know that with, you know, coach Severino, the way it was going to impact you later in life. That's definitely a huge thing. Like not settling and not being afraid of something going the wrong way. Like, for instance, me not becoming a, you know, pro soccer player, like I plan, you know, I, I plan my whole life around this. I, I dedicate hours and hours and hours of my life to one thing. And it wasn't, it did not go to waste. It made me an incredible woman. Um, it gave me confidence and it made me who I am today. It really did. And with that, that's a wrap on this episode of the Roughnecks podcast. And we had Amber cut out again, but we're back. Um, that's a wrap on episode 46 of the Roughnecks podcast. Thank you so much, Amber White, for coming on. I really appreciate it. If you like this episode as much as I did, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, comment, like, share, all that good stuff. Be sure to be watching the Roughnecks social media. We will have episodes coming out again on Monday. This episode that episode is also going to be a very good one. I'm about to record it here in like an hour and a half as well. So be it's with a fellow podcaster who has an awesome podcast. Be on the lookout for that. But until next week, you know the deal. Life is hard and is going to knock you down like a bull does. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and then also subscribe to the Roughnecks YouTube channel. If you want to be a guest or have a guest that you would like to hear from, then shoot me an email at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com or message me on social media on Instagram at roughneckspodcast or Twitter at roughneckspodc1 or Facebook at roughneckspodcast. Life is hard and will knock you down like a bull. Don't lay there and let it run you over. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Till next week, Roughnecks out. Oh, thank you.